Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fam Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with the editors of Starburst Magazine, myself, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. And he's uh, he's looking all right, actually. He's all calmed and relaxed. I'm not, really. Oh, you're all right. I'm good. But That's a bit, bit of a rushed introduction, that one. I know. It was really, wasn't it? Thought, yeah, everybody seems to know who we are and what we do, and they're not expecting a quality um, show of any kind, so there's no point, is there? Yeah, but what's this magazine that we do? This magazine, yes. Well, we can get into that, can't we? Because yeah. there is one on sale at the moment. There's one on sale at the moment, and it's a highly anticipated film. It is. comes out next week. It is. Uh, so we'll have to check that out before the next show, I think. Go on, then. Go on, tell them what it is, then. Deadpool. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. No, it looks really good. It does. And it, most importantly, although a little disappointed to a degree, 50-50 mm. on this. It, they said they were going for an R rating in the States. Yeah. We've got a 15. I suspect that, there's been some scissors here. No, no, because I think if you look at 15s now, you yeah. can get away with a hell of well, a lot. Because you've got that 12 and 12A. Well, what about an R, then? 50, R's. That's an 18, surely. No, an R. Anybody can go to see it as long as they've got someone with them. It's mental, that, isn't it? It's the X-rated ones that are, get really restricted in yeah. the States. So do, so here, here we go, right? You go, you're in the States. See, uh, you guys may be listening to this and you're in the states and you might be able to email in and if you want to email in it's studio at fabradiointernational.com and please email in and twitter twitter starburst underscore mag indeed and you can put me right on this but surely if it's an r-rated really really bad film let's say it's something with massive sexual content yeah almost a a blue movie almost well that they tend to sort of get thrown into the x Okay, category, all right, so. X category, right. Well, let's say a very, very, very violent film. Mm. And I'm over there, and I go, oh, come on then. And I've got my six-year-old boy with me, my son, and me and him rock up, and I go, two tickets for Blood and Gore 10, please. They will um, sell you the tickets, and it's your responsibility to look after your son. And you're not telling me that they ain't going to whisper, whisper, whisper when I've walked around the corner. They're going to be like, oh, he's, he's a dickhead, isn't he? Have you yeah, seen that's, what he's doing here? that's everybody's prerogative, though, isn't it? 
Yeah. Like, you, know, you could have a gun in your pocket as but well. But it is not a good idea to take a six-year-old or a seven-year-old to see a movie like that, is And it? that's where responsibility comes in. That's because hopefully... Yeah, but some people aren't responsible. Of course not. And no. over here in this... You should country, have a licence for kids. I can tell you now, uh, there's so many bad parents kicking about. No, yeah. I'm not... not Literally. You know, really. And here, it, you could... Uh, I know for a fact that there would be some, you know, stoner parent who would be, oh, I, can't, I don't want to miss this film. You know, can't be asked. Yeah, and then um, they'll go to the cinema and get a ticket for the kid and just sit the kid down so that they can watch the film. I know for a fact that some people... Well, see, actually, what they'd probably do is leave them in the park or something. Oh, God, I hope not, but I know what you're saying. But mm. I'm just saying... It, or, I, or the arcade we, next door yeah, with, with I, 10 pence. I find the restricted category a bit odd. Yeah, it's, but it's always been that way, I think. It's... Uh, it's it's been like a you know it's just a recommendation. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I mean mate, when I was going trying to get in, the like say luckily we had a very my friend's mother was incredibly irresponsible and and would let us in the fire escape um, of the classic cinema in Stockport. But any other time, like when I'm away, I'm not in Stockport, whatever, and I was trying to get in. You, you know when I'd be like thirteen trying to see a oh, certificate yeah. fifteen. God, it was like the Midnight Express. Oh, we yeah, we're sweating boom, boom, like a... Oh, God, are they going to say yeah. something? Are they going to say something? Trying to get into a double A. Yeah, That's I know. It, yeah. it was a big deal. You were, you were yeah, 12 was... and you had to be 14. Yeah, but here, yeah, you can just rock up to the cinema with your dad and you're six years old and you can go and see The uh, and, uh, the Evil Dead or something. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Incredible. But you say, our, our, for, for all their faults, our British Board of Classification, because they're yeah. not officially censors anymore... Uh, I've I've changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, mellowed a lot. I mean, well, I think, I think they, tell they've changed because Alien is now a certificate fifteen. Yeah, I mean, so, some of some of them have gone the other way. I think uh, yeah. some of the Star Wars ones are, are now PG. Mm. Uh, they used to always be you. There'd always be a scene in in uh, in them the original trilogy, wouldn't they? That, oh yeah, that that, that yeah. arm coming off shouldn't have been a you. Yeah, I I wondered how they got away with that. But you know, to me, uh, yeah, you got a guy's arm cut off. You know, you didn't exactly see it. No, but you saw a bit of blood on the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, at the time, was not a not something you yeah, saw. It's a lot not of. Bambi, is it? No, no, no. But uh, you know, look at the uh, the Carry On films. They, they screened during the day, yeah. and they were only A certificates. But you know, they're, they're quite saucy. A certificates. My God, the stuff that was going on in that, and it wasn't even subtle. You know. No, but it, but it was. The, I think it's the intention. Mm. And because it was just, you know, end of the period sort of postcard humour, it was so, yeah. it was fairly harmless. I mean, I know people up up in arms about it and all that, but look, look at it, it's really harmless. And well, the blokes never get the upper hand. No, not in them films, they don't, no, never. But it's done in it, but it is, it's also done, though, in a way where men don't have to get the, the upper hand because you kind of just know men are superior anyway. Well, There's a little bit of that about it. It's a begrudging, a cheeky, cheeky, oh, my wife, she's the boss of the house, wears the trousers, but really they're full of crap, they don't mean I that. Don't think yeah. I don't think there is in a lot of them, because no, they are really... Uh, but in some, there the, is. There, some, of, some of the other types of films are that ilk, yeah, definitely, mm. but yeah, the carry-ons were always very much... But the, you can't tell me they're politically correct, because at the end... Co- they are to me. They, well, right. They, they, my, I, pro- my politics are my business. Well, the problem now... <laughs> looking at it in a modern perspective would be yes it is definitely sexist because they're not exploiting men uh, really hunky men who are running around with next to nothing on it's always women and not men 
well, you know, there was always you know difficult to defend. If you had a muscle-bound character in it, the mm. women would always you know, be looking under over the glasses, and you know, I suppose. And I, do, I don't feel like watching all 27 of them or whatever. You should so, be doing that instead of the Bond thing. No, I'm enjoying doing that. But well, when the Bond thing's over, you go easy. back and do the carry-ons. Oh, God. Just... The problem with the carry-on films... But they're not in HD. There's, there's a couple in HD. I don't but... like, and there's some that I think are really, really amusing. And the weird ones that I like are stuff like Carry On At Your Convenience. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's one of my favourites. amazing, that one. I like the latter... Like the I... Stuff, I like the latter ones rather than the ones that really held up as classics, like the black and white ones, the cannibal, cannibal, mm. cannibal, cannibal constable, yeah. carry on constable, and things like that are all they're the carry ones. Carry on cannibal. Yeah, <laughs> we should that be doing that. Awesome, that <laughs> we should we do that? Carry on cannibal. Get uh, Ruggio Diodato to direct it. <laughs> <laughs> carry on cannibal. There you go. <laughs> what I don't. He's know what, eating me. <laughs> what is going on with this show tonight? I don't know. So yeah, there was a book here, and. It was it was just lying at the side of the desk, so I'm assuming that somebody has had a show on where they just if I don't know who it is, but they basically concocting a show out of just having this book here. It's one thousand two hundred and thirty four facts to leave you speechless, and I opened it up literally just to have a look. Oh, I wonder what's you in it. You don't want to be speechless on the radio, do you? I know, I know, but I just yeah, I know it's a bit weird, that, isn't it? Um, so page two hundred one, it opens on, and straight at the top. And, and it totally just opened on this page. To deter foxes, the actor, David Tennant, urinates in his back garden. Yep. So I think at periodic... I opened it on that page. Periodically times during tonight's show, you mm. should pick that up and just randomly give us a factoid. Oh, well, just flip through it on... Uh, there. I bet there won't be another genre-related one. Hey, you never know, though. On a, on a random page. You might, might, do that, might be something about Patrick yeah. Troughton or something. I'll put it there so I remember. Yeah. I will do that. So, yeah, what, what, a, what an interesting... Uh, week it's been and yeah i just wanted to say uh how impressed i am with with someone if i can just um double check the name and make sure i've got it right uh somebody fall, took a little bit of advice martin as oh, you probably yeah. I, seen i did yeah. see this yeah yeah and um what we have oh oh we also got some here about back bad back thing but i'll get onto that in just yeah. a minute but the, um the, oh which is, where is it now right chris drink water He's bought Barry Norman's pickled onions and he had a picture of it on Twitter and it was there in his shopping basket and he said he really, really liked them as well. Yep. He thought they were, uh, what is he saying? Flipping mega. Yep. Did and you, they are, they are. Did he say flipping or did he, he say He did say flipping. Word? No, no, flipping. He's a nice, nice, he seems a yeah. nice guy. Because you shouldn't be, shouldn't be swearing on social media. You, you shouldn't be, no. Kids can it's, see it. It's just, oh, but it's I'm just so chuffed. I'm glad. It, you bet you'll have them in the shopping trolley every week then. No? Yeah. Because you can't just have one. You end up with another and another, and it's great. It's but, like crack. But I found out what the website is if you want to check them out. They've, oh. they've actually got a website. Um, Piccolodian. Dot com. <laughs> oh, it's great, isn't it? Is it dot com or dot co uk? No, it's dot com. Cool. Piccolodian dot Worldwide. Yeah, try try it out. Uh, yeah, have a look on there and you know, I don't know, they might show you where you can buy it, but at the moment they've got them in Tesco. Tesco have got them. I think Morrison's had them as well, but I, but Tesco, I told you the insidious thing they did. They tried to take Barry away from us and gave us Tesco's hot and spicy pickled onions and they were yeah. absolutely rubbish. Difference that. between a 10 out of 10 movie and a uh, 3 out of 10 movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's, the, it's the asylum version of the... Uh... Oh, it is. It is indeed. So we, we've had an interesting day. We've been at uh, a web designers. 
and um, we've been doing a couple of bits and bobs and hopefully at some point during the year you will see the results of a lot of hard work where the site gets a massive upgrade and hopefully you will think it's dead good yeah there we go so we're working on that we've also been working on the starburst international film festival um for the uh, it will be in the august bank holiday weekend it will be on and we are just trying to sort ourselves out the perfect venue we think we've got it and we're going to have some meetings this week and very soon we can make some big official announcements and start telling you what sort of things will be going on there but it's all very exciting stuff yeah and a lot of interesting stuff you've been beside yourself with excitement i am actually quite I am looking forward to it. I always wanted to do one, and it'll be uh, it's good because you know me. I want a cinema. I, I've tried to buy one on a couple of occasions. It's not worked out, and this is kind of a very cool thing and fun thing to be doing. And also, the awards will be great because we can showcase some new and upcoming talent and some new and upcoming shows and shorts and features and and you know and the yeah. award. We'll be there'll be a panel of us and we're going to judge it and it's going to be really good and we can't be bribed. No, so there. but we can try. You can try. That's fine. You send us some some stuff or send us somewhere. Like you know, take us drone racing. Yeah, be fine. Yeah, nothing. Always happy with that. It's literally nothing better than that. So, as I say, we've given you the email address and we've told you about the magazine. And if you are in real trouble and you cannot get to WH Smith, so you do not have a subscription, which is the most sensible thing to do because it's a lot cheaper. You can go to magster.com yep. and uh, you can you can get us off, find us on Magster and download us. Yeah, download a digital edition. Indeed. It'll tide you over until you can get to a shop that has got a copy. Indeed. So, back just to finish off on this Deadpool thing. It's given it a 15 certificate and they haven't demanded any cuts then. Yeah. So that it is going to be good then, isn't it? But my reservation with it is they're already, already talking about a director's cut. Which will probably come six months after the initial. Can you have a director's uh, cut? Six months. Nothing's been cut. Yeah, six months after the initial Blu-ray release, they'll release it again with an extra fifteen minutes. Obviously, something like that. That's when people get annoyed. That yeah, I understand why they get annoyed as well. So I mean, that fifteen minutes is just a number I've picked out of my head. It might be more. It might be less. But yeah, yeah. But you know, it's. uh, Oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. It's just a double dip opportunity. I'm just sick of it, though. The thing with me is I don't actually like all this sort of stuff because I like a definitive version of whatever. Exactly. You need to know what you're seeing. Yeah, when I'm talking about a film, I like to have a version that's in my head and it's this one, it's got these, that's it. Like, the worst case of this, the worst one, is Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. There are, what, five versions or six versions of this? There's, there's at least three that do the rounds. I've and got, and no, then, there's, then there's cut versions as I've well. I've got the, these, um, there's the one that's got totally Goblin soundtrack, totally. Yeah, but there's that... the one that's got the orchestral soundtrack and no Goblin. You've got... Yeah. <laughs> no Goblin, yeah. Um, there's a three-hour, ten-minute cut. That that's not an official one. Well, what is that one? That one's... Because that's, on that's on the box set I got. Well, it's it's not official. I don't think it's not on the one that I've got, yeah. which is the Arrow one that's just that was out a while okay. back. Well, what about um, what about Blade Runner? Oh yeah, which version of Blade Runner is the right one now? You've had not only you had a director's cut, you had another, and what was the final cut? The, was the it? ultimate super duper cut. Or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And and Close Encounters was the same. But that, to that, me, I remember the voiceover. Yeah, and I know people go, "Oh God, the voiceover did sound really, you know, a bit." 
you know, droning on in it a bit. It was, it was, I loved it. It was noirish, and it, it gave it that sort of like well, there's Marlowe story feel. details in it as well that yeah. are not in in the film. That, but so to me, I remember seeing that at the cinema. But when you talk to people, oh, it's a director's cut. Well, which one? Yeah, which exactly. one? So there's it, no point going back and you know switching around again. You, you yeah, either I know. It's, commit it's or don't. Crazy, isn't it? It's like that Dare, Daredevil, the film, the actual director's cut. It's actually good. That's the version they wanted to put out. Yeah. But they, the studio went, oh, we can't have all this talky stuff in the law in the court. The whole idea of the film was Daredevil was fighting crime at night, and he was fighting crime in the courts during the day, mm. and and. That was completely lost when they cut all that out, and you had a very inferior film. That, yeah. as a result, and then now, what? Which is the version? To me, I would only bother watching the the well, other one. The difference with the director's cut thing, if you know it's been hampered by the studio, mm. then yes, the director's cut's going to be better. Yeah, yeah. But when it's stuff like the uh, the Lord of the Rings things or the Hobbits, where you know they've That's held exploitation, they've held back material. Yeah. That's probably not good enough to be in the film anyway. Yeah, yeah. Just Clearly. to flog it again. Clearly, well, that's it's, it's, that's just making saps yeah, out of everybody. It's just, it's just, it's going to the well once too many yeah. times, you know, and and it's annoying. And I can understand why people were. I know people that went, oh well, I'm not bothering buying them on Blu-ray because because yeah, it's it, going to come out yeah. in six months' time with extra yeah. footage. Yeah, and they did. And what was annoying with the Lord of the Rings, and by the by the time it was being brought out on Blu-ray, these were not new films. These were old old films that had been mm. out a while, and they brought them out in the feature editions. Yeah, and then a year later they brought out the extended cut on on yeah. Blu-ray and. Yeah, it's annoying. It's really it is, it is you understand why people get annoyed. It's, just having, it's having your pants down, isn't it? And just yeah. well, bring the bring out the version that's got both on. That's yeah. why I like what I like about the uh, Blu-ray releases now, where the three D movies you get the you get it three D and two D. Yeah, you get both formats. You you know they tend to give you an extra quid on the price for that or something like that. But matter. but you know you want the three D yeah, version. You're covered, you it, it, you know. you're covered. Even if you haven't got a three D player now, if you decide yeah. to buy one at some point, your three D TV it's there, ready to rock and roll, isn't it? Absolutely. But that's the that's the way it is. But well, we're also talking about promoting new and uh, amazing talent we our mate Chris Hayes and my friend Helen Curran and you know that she ran Fab Cafe for a long time I believe so yeah she yeah, was brilliant yeah. um, sorted, sorted out a few uh, staffing problems over there for me once yeah, um, she's, with, she's, with, a, uh, she's a good one what we used to call the uh, Order 66 rotor <laughs> uh, if anybody gets what that means um, anyway moving swiftly on uh, yeah brand, uh, second uh, the first film Delicacy got Lots of awards. It really yep. did really well, and I've got to say, it is uh, incredibly well shot. For it me. is. It's a very, very good. Very film. nice. The lighting, the atmosphere. It's it's really, really good film, and I've no doubt that this is going to be the same pedigree, especially with Chris writing and uh, doing yeah. the writing details on it. So, yeah, what can I say? It's on an Indiegogo, and yep. the the title is. Uh, you can find the link on the Starburst website. Yeah, Starburst it's a wonderful website. interview with the, the young lady herself. Indeed, yeah. She'd be that tough, eh, young lady? So yeah, still yeah. a young lady, though, she is. And she's, you know, to be doing what she's doing. She's doing she's very it. talented. Yeah. And she's going to go very far with this. So Ends Meat is the name of the film. With it's on Indiegogo. It's Indigo. meat as in the meat you can eat. Correct. Yeah, that was quite good as well. Meat Indeed. You can eat. Yeah. Yeah. So the link is on the Starburst website. Or you can just go on Indiegogo and just type in Ends Meat, M-E-A-T. And... It will pop up, and you can then decide 
wherever you want to get involved and how much. And there's some nice offers on there. And at the very least, yeah, why and not get a copy of the film? And you, you get a copy of the film and you'll get a, a downloadable copy of mm. Delicacy as well. Yeah. So you get to see your original Yeah. So do, that's, first that's worth film doing. Well. That's and, worth doing. And, and if, you, and, if oh, you want to be in it, you can be in it as well. Yeah, yeah, there's one. There's, <laughs> there's perks for that as well. Whether that appeals to someone or not, I've no idea. But and, uh, you know. yeah, old fans of this show will remember Chris very well. And, Indeed, you yeah. know, and he's, he's gone on really well. And he's, yep. you know, we're looking forward to seeing his first uh, screenplay up on the screen. Indeed. So it's going to be good. So uh, we'll go to our break now, but check that out and have a look and and see if you can uh, see if you fa- fancy a copy of the film at least, if not more, yeah. or even be in it. Help out Something indie artists. Boom! It's got to be done. Right, we'll go and have a short break, and uh, then when we get back, yeah, there's there's lots and lots of stuff because last week we got literally nothing done, did we? Really? Yeah. Well, we, in fairness, we covered a lot, but. The, when well, it wasn't uh, stuff that we should have been. No, not at all. No, I had a list of stuff we were going to do, and we didn't do any of it. So we might have a bit of bet, better luck this week, although yeah, I'm not holding know. a breath. Right. We'll see you in a few minutes. The Larish Repository is a single great cube of pale stone in the midst of a garden of dust. Horak, of course, said it would be simple. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Avon had always wanted Liberator for himself. It isn't going to work. I didn't want to get between him and whatever he had set his heart on. We can't stand and fight. They completely outgun us. It's not that I didn't trust him. I trusted him to get whatever he wanted. Perhaps we could get better acquainted. And not let anyone get in his way. Would I have been in his way? I have a proposal, you want to hear. I didn't want to find out. Big Finish. We love stories. Starburst Magazine issue 421. Available from a newsagent near you or download to your tablet today. Hey, weirdos. (laughs) Bring a fiend to a night of terror. But wait until the dead of night. And from behind the tombstone, maybe you will see... The man and monster. And he is usually with... The bloody vampire. It's time for terror. If you see this, you will see an unspeakable horror that terrorizes the universe. You... And your fiend can make it a foursome when you meet the man and monster and the bloody vampire. Fab Cafe, the original TV and movie theme bar. Anything else just isn't fab. Check us out on fabcafe.co.uk. And welcome back to... Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. Do you know, I nearly forgot where we were then. Yeah. Nearly did. Very, yeah. very, very That old place. Did. Yeah, that other one. Yeah. So, yeah, as we're talking about stuff in the break, uh, there's quite a few bits and bobs we can talk about. And uh, we start off with uh, Paul Mount has 
kindly emailed in and he says, hey, you guys, uh, any thoughts or hopes for the X-Files as it returns to UK screens next Monday? Have you seen the preview discs of the first three episodes yet? This episode three is absolutely backcrack crazy and I'd like to have some of what Darren Morgan was on when he wrote it. Nice to have Mulder and Scully back even if I'm not sure they fit as easy into the TV landscape as when they were back on when they were on in the 1990s. I have seen the first two and it works to a degree. Uh, it does work. It's 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 I thought it's a little strange that it's still the credits from the the old show. I, right. I don't know whether you should have updated them or not. That was quite odd because then obviously they're on there a lot younger. It then accentuates the fact that things have moved on a little bit. But I do get what what he's saying. He's intending this to be a direct continuation of that show and those were the credits. Yeah. The they've updated a lot of stuff the conspiracy theory stuff now is more prevalent in society anyway and when they're talking about Fox News and things like that and there's a lot of things that have happened in the intervening years while they've been off air that that what was quite uh, deep and weird about the X-Files is a little bit more ordinary now and it's difficult it's very 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 difficult to judge it I think I, I, I just think that it's good and it feels like the X-Files but I think if you were expecting something radically new or some big clever updating of it in some way you might be disappointed if you are just expecting um, slightly updated more of the same from back then and you really like the X-Files and you've missed it you're going to love it I and, think that was the intention like you said yeah. about keeping the, the, the titles and things like that it, yeah. it just yeah. wanted to Oh yeah, you know, ride the coattails of the, yeah. the, the past. And... Oh, it definitely works. Now I'm I'm very excited about seeing the third one. Now he said that because that that was the one because the uh, he's done a great job of it, the problem was the first one, all the conspiracy arc stuff Chris Carter always wrote, and if you did if that did do your head in a bit and it got too complicated towards the end this the first episode feels a bit more like that sort of stuff mm. and it feels more like yeah. X Files paint by numbers, you know. When it got to the second one, it's it's letting cutting loose again, and you've got you know different people writing, and all the most popular writers from the show are back on it. Because um, what people are forgetting is like Wong um, and Co. They they left to go and do uh, Space Above and Beyond, mm. so he did lose some of his writing team uh, part way through the X Files, and some of them just didn't write again. And what people are forgetting, people like Vince Gilligan, who uh, wrote Breaking Bad, started out on the X Files, yeah. and the episode that he wrote even starred um, what's his face Cranston. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was in it. So yeah, you know, the the X Files is a very very important show for television, and and it it really did change the TV landscape when it came on uh, is this going to change the TV landscape no it's not going to uh, it's more of the same but it's a very, it, I find it an entertaining more of the same and I'm enjoying watching it I'm certainly looking forward to it, it being on you know it, yeah. I'm looking forward I'm not seeing it as a chore watching the next episode I'm, I'm looking forward to it Yeah. so yeah. that's all you can ask for isn't it well, that's that's a good sign because we've had a few of them where it's yeah. been, oh God, I've got to finish this now, haven't I? So. Yeah, I know. This is what I mean. Um, so I, I don't think it's um, it's it could have been a lot worse than that. Yeah. Honestly, I I mean I've seen some stuff where 
you've got these reunion shows and you know they get they try to resurrect a, a TV show 15 years on 20 years on I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head but it 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 fails more than it works in yeah. my opinion it always has done and it's a risky business I mean look, look what happened with Mockingbird Lane you know? yeah yeah, it just didn't work. It didn't did get it? past it the so pilot. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, and and I think some things are definitely a uh, they're a part of the time and the they're, they're, they're of the time, and yeah. that's it. You know, yeah, and and this to me does belong in the nineties, but it works because Fox News and all the rest of the stuff and the right wing propaganda and all the stuff that's yeah. on the the what these stories were all about and about government conspiracies that's only got worse in the intervening years and, and now you've got you, don't you think we've also found out more truths about that sort of thing oh yeah since yeah then. you've found out that it's not it's not totally full of crap you know like the hacking stuff with the uh news of the world and things like that yeah, you know absolutely. that would have, that would have been fantasy years ago and now it's uh just a, a grim reality and yeah it is it's definitely it's definitely it's right, you know, where you found out a lot of stuff that Mulder and Scully were worried about was actually going on some of it, except for maybe not the uh, Roswell and all that. Uh, Although yeah. I've been out there, I've been out that way, down the extraterrestrial yeah. highway. Didn't see anything, though. Is that a euphemism? No, 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 no. You've, been, you've, been, euphemism, you've been having <laughs> up the extraterrestrial oh. highway? Oh. <laughs> Dear me, that's just... Does that work? That possibly does. Yeah. But, it, it, yeah. Maybe not with a laugh. Yeah. So has anybody else watched it? And what do you think? Yeah, let us know. Email well, they'll have to let us know next week because it's not been on over here yet. Yeah, but we've got American listeners. Yeah, all the American listeners, could, of course they can. So there. Uh, so yeah, you thought yeah. I'd made a mistake? No, I'm, I'm very uh, zingoistic and just yeah, stay, yeah, staying no, in, no, in my own got, country. Our lovely, our lovely American audience that... I forget about them, yeah. Yeah, I know. There you go. When, I, when I'm talking about carry-on films and yeah. they don't know. Mr. Andrew Pollard, our Polly, is on. Yay. Evening chap, Starburst International Film, Film Festival, yeah, or SIF uh, for sure, S-I-double-F. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, do tell me more, or at least tickle the proverbial balls of all of us listening with a bit of a tease. Consider uh, consider me currently making that August weekend free. Yeah, well, the, it's going to be a right laugh. Yeah. Well, we're, go, we're going to have... a lot of tickling balls. Oh, yeah. We'll get, we, if we get the location that we're planning, it'll be very, very good. I don't want to say anything too soon because nothing's been signed up. And then if there's someone from there is listening to the show, they'll go, oh, I think we'll up the price a little bit. And... The problem with it is it's 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 very dependent on getting the right place. Um, it'll make it a lot better if you get a place where nearby there's some accommodation and things are taken care of. We're going to have a pop-up fab cafe uh, ter- ter- temporarily there for the weekend and we're going to have one or two fringe events that go on in other places as well. And, and you, it, it isn't going to be... Um, it's not going to be conventional, and there's going to be one it's or two bits. And unconventional bits. convention. Correct, it is. In fact, yeah, can we write that down? That's good. Yeah. That. And yeah, you may end up, a minibus turns up and carts you off somewhere to watch something in a very strange situation. That can, may can we go to the uh, nuclear bunker? Yeah, maybe. I might <laughs> do that. They, these places you... Half the, pe- half the people that wanted to go have probably gone by then. Hey, seriously, it's a good day out. Seriously good day out, that. So yeah, that's sort of all I can say at the moment. But we're going to have a we're going to have a lot of there's the new stuff that's going to be up for the awards. Then you've got 
you know, a mixture of stuff that needs to be seen on the big screen that hasn't been on for a while. Mm. And it's going to be it's going to be good. It's if we get the right stuff and we get enough entries. What we're going to show the right stuff? Oh dear me! You didn't tell me that. No, 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 no. Actually, that's that's quite expensive. That's Paul. Well, it's three and a half hours long, isn't it? Yeah, I know it is. That's it. Well, you, yeah, we well, get the director's cut. That. But we're going to try and do some some really interesting stuff. But we do want to get some films on that people haven't seen on the screen for a long time, and we're going to be asking the readers to vote for a film of their choice that they want to put on. So you'll have a, a reader's choice, a, a film you've all voted for. And we'll have reader's vote. wives. And... No, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, knew you were going to say, I don't know why, I just knew. Oh, he can't help himself. I'll provide it's, the uh, masking it's tape. Yeah. It's terrible. So <laughs> there we go. What else are you saying there? Uh, you're saying, uh, also, if you find yourself with some air to kill later on, if the Jaeger water has run out, yeah. Some news broke earlier this evening about Grant Gustin's um, flash turning up in Supergirl. Yes, you see. There you go. Even if DC's big screen outings go tits up, at least their small screen universe is ticking the right boxes. And I still feel strange enjoying Supergirl as much as I did. I I do. I totally didn't expect to find it this fun. That is exactly how I felt. Because I'm one of the people who I didn't mind that Supergirl film. The the Salkinds did. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it it was terrible. Um, It was a bit. It was a bit twee and a little bit you know compared to some of the action like the superman 2 stuff it wasn't but but it it had its moments and it yeah it had a big demon in it at one point it's really good but i didn't think she was terrible as supergirl either but yeah it just bombed spectacularly at the box office so it supergirl's always been one where people have been a bit worried about how to approach that character and i think this again the dc haven't known how to approach Superman on film because they no. clearly got it wrong with Man of Steel yeah. and if anybody yeah and you lot out there that love that you can start having a go at me all you want but I'm right because it's not Man of Steel 2 that's in production so I'm right they altered it they were doing a sequel and then the shitbag shuffle the biggest shitbag shuffle I have ever seen ever I mean to actually take a film off the list and then replace it with a completely different movie, but pretend that it was it's, your plan all along. It's still your sequel. Yeah. It's it's yeah it's yeah your man of man of steel two was scrapped, yeah because of the negative critical reaction. It took lots of money, but it was the negative critical reaction, and people didn't like that version of the character with his neck snapping and his broody stuff and all the rest of the stuff that's going on and the 10, ten hour battle at the end the CGI all over oh, the place yeah. that was that blurry that you couldn't tell what was going on and and it just wasn't fun. Now what these guys have done, you got to realise that they're totally different characters. He's supposed to be an overgrown boy scout, he's supposed to be whiter than white, he's supposed to be it, hilarious when you see Batman and Superman together because they're so different. And yet you had uh, in Man of Steel, he might as well have been just Batman wearing wearing a Superman costume. It, it was so broody and boring yeah. and kind of say po-faced and tedious. It was a shite film, and I don't care what anyone's got to say about that. I still haven't calmed down over it. It was, annoyed me at the time. It annoys me still, and I can only hope they put it right with with this Batman versus Superman film. But I will say this. Boy, have they shown that much in all these trailers that I feel like I've seen it. 
So I don't know if they've got any other stuff up the sleeve, but I feel like I know exactly what's going to happen in this film, and yeah. even the point when the battle between the two becomes, oh no, let's go on and fight this common cause, and oh look, Wonder Woman's turned up. And it's and, totally chronological as well. Oh, it is, <laughs> yeah. it is. How can you start? Well, the, the people have got to stop putting trailers together that are chronological. That's the whole point of a trailer. You take stuff out of sequence, throw it up all over the place, and people don't know what to expect. Instead, you get, you're watching a, a cut-down five minute last time on on superman yeah you know it's crazy but as i say supergirl they've done it right they just went yeah let's have let's have stupid crazy robots like when red tornado turned up in it big mm. red robot looks absolutely unbelievably cheesy but i didn't blink i didn't at all find it difficult to swallow i didn't i, I thought it was okay and i love the fact that it doesn't care it's being stupid mm. and the story, the whole secret identity thing. There's a wink. It's a wink, wink. It's got a lot in common with Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. Yeah. It's it doesn't take itself seriously, and as such, like Legends of Tomorrow, it's a laugh. You know, we are allowed to have a laugh. You know. Oh yeah. He, 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 you know, it's all well and good watching Arrow, and there's a lot of brooding going on in Arrow, and he's brooding all the time. The lead in that, and then the flashes are completely different thing it's much more sci-fi much more zany and supergirl ds pushes that right to the nth degree and they all work they all work and they've got leads and i say she's really good in it and and i I am liking her the cat grant character in it that's working well everything about it is is okay i'm enjoying it so I don't know what anyone else thinks, but uh, I didn't think it was going to be any good. I saw that first trailer for it, and I thought, oh, God, it looks it's like Sex in the City. This. Well, that, that extended five-minute thing, wasn't it? Yeah, 15-minute yeah. was it? Yeah, like yeah, 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 and it just... Ages, on it? I thought it was going to be like, you know, the devil wears Prada. Yeah. You know, it looked like, oh, yeah, evil boss that's a bit uh, awful, but it, underneath she's really a pussycat, and she's working... And I thought, oh, bloody hell. But it's not like that. It's very different. Quick question, Polly says, on the topic of various cuts and whatnot what do you think is the director what do you think is the director's cut that really puts a film in a new light a cheeky shout for myself but the one that always stands out is daredevil yeah daredevil's the the ultimate one of them it's a different film it's a totally different film to a degree and there's going to be some people scream because i'm saying this but i don't think the blade runner brings much to the party with that cut you get the unicorn and the thing that oh yeah he might be a replicant but the, the which is the, the sequel I was going to point out we, that's going into production when when's the Blade Runner sequel going into production it's uh, uh, is it got it written down here June is it because uh... um, I was going to mention it last week yeah it's shooting in July this right, year yes. so so that that's a given Harrison Ford's going to be in it well he can't possibly have been a replicant if he's in it that's the problem with this sequel it's going to answer questions you didn't need answering yeah, exactly. e- even by having the sequel you're answering that question because he would be dead at that point and then he's got to explain what happened to Rachel I like the fact they go off into the sunset sort of Yeah, you, you make up your own end they might only live six months but it's going to be a great six months whatever you don't know what happened you're going to know everything that happened that's the, my big crime say it crime I'm going to get grief then over the start the new star wars movie that it it takes a little bit away from the return of the jedi it does mm. and there's no getting around that it does uh, even though i enjoyed that film and it's a great film um the uh, force awakens it does have it does take away a little bit from that 
and I've always had a problem with that. I never. That's why I didn't like Alien Three um, because I thought it took the piss what they did with that. I think yeah. you've invested with all them characters and Newt, and even to the point where there's an even bloody comic book range with all her adventures and stuff. And then you just throw her in the throw her literally throw her under the bus almost. You know, at the beginning, you did. Yeah. She's just done the, the the casual way that these characters that people had affection for were were just binned off. In that film, I couldn't get past and and, and uh, the cold, brooding nightmare of it and Finch's amazing photography and all that. Sorry, it's, you know, when you you lost me at the beginning of that film and never even re-watching it. And the director's cut of that, that's where you see where I'm coming with this. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, coming yeah. Around. The director's cut of that is the other one where the film does feel different. And I will say Alien 3 is a better film with the missing footage. And there's a lot of missing footage as well because... At one point in that film, they're just trying to catch the alien. Then all of a sudden, someone drops something. There's a big ball of fire, and then the next minute, you know, lots of people are dead, and then they're on to the final end game. And it didn't make much sense when you actually look at it. You start to tell what's happened. Well, the bit that's missing is that they capture it, and they do hold it captive. And then Golic, played by McGann, Paul McGann, goes and, and thinks it's an a, a, a dragon, and, and he basically lets it free because he's going a bit demented, you know. And that added a really good sort of religious thing. It had a bit of subtext about how dangerous it is to become radicalised like that. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That, that whole thing about finding God at the ass end of space. Yeah. But he did. He did. Um, you, but he still, it's still a shit film, though. Just saying. Yeah. It's not. I mean, terrible. Well, I just don't like it. It took liberties at the. It. It. It started out by, sell by sort. It made its own path at the expense of Aliens. Cameron's movie was literally, you know, undermined by that film. And th- that's what I was going to bring up as being probably better in the director's cut. Yeah, it is. And everybody watches that in the director's cut. and I think they do now, yeah, I do. I don't know people who watch... Um, they don't watch the first one in the director's cut. No, no. Because that is no, rubbish. No. Um, first one, director's cut, it adds nothing in it, and it doesn't make sense now because that the life cycle. Like I say, it'll be interesting to see what Ridley Scott does with all that in the these this follow-up, which is now clearly an alien movie yeah. that's coming up. So, yeah, it's a, it's an odd one. Got a few more emails. Um, Dave Alstrom, evening. You have not mentioned much about Moffat. Oh, how we fucked up Sherlock. Oh, God. Listen. We did him last week, didn't we? I, did, I, I, I was very careful not to get too deeply involved in that one because I've had lots of grief over this. Yeah. As you know. And you, oh, yeah. You, you, we both had it right. At the end of the day. We've had it both ends. <laughs> it's been a highly contentious era of Doctor Who. For, yeah. for everybody who thinks that this was some sort of golden age there's another bunch of people who go it's hideous i can barely watch the show anymore but i will i have seen a massive sea change the last 12 months it has got the it's no longer six of one half a dozen of another the feedback that i get now is overwhelmingly negative um, I hate to say that, but it I is. I think a lot of that could be people are just happy that somebody else has got that similar voice and they're not afraid to show it yeah. for fear of, of the reprisals they might have got in the past. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. Certainly on forums and things like that. I'll be but... honest, Dave, I know you're saying that about Sherlock, but at least that looks all right. And it was a bit of it was a bit of fun if you ignored the weird ending. And 
other things. I could yeah, there was there was problems but, with it, but, but it... it's a Christmas it's a Christmas special. Who uh, I, I just had no time for that. I I mean literally, I I would never watch that again. No, and never. There's no. There just ain't enough free time in the world where I'm ever going to watch that again. Um, I don't care if my life depended on it. I'd find that it was it was unwatchable. I I thought it was bloody awful. And, I, and, you know, I've seen some, there's been one or two episodes where it's been, yeah, a lot better. And, and there's been some episodes this year I thought stunk, you know. Um, I understand why people are frustrated. I try to understand why people are so uh, vociferous in the defense of the guy. I get, I do get, you know, that, that it, it, it's a very contentious thing. And I've got to say again, again, even though we're trying to move on from it, it's dominating the letters page again in the next issue. Yeah. I'm just giving you a heads up. In issue 422 that we're working on now, it's deadline week. We're going to print on it on Tuesday. And I've got to say, oh, I wish it wasn't the case, but we're not getting into Moffat bashing because I don't want to upset people because people who are enjoying it... But we've not got a, a resin data behind it. It's no, not a, I want it to be a good show. I want it's not an assassination it. job. But it's I think just... a showrunner has a different job um, than, than a writer. And I think that he's a great writer with what he does. And uh, a showrunner is like a political leader. This is why I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of Jeremy Corbyn, because he doesn't unite a broad church of opinion. And, I don't, and, and with Doctor Who, you have got a broad church of opinion. You've got your casual watch list, viewers, sorry. And uh, you've got the hardcore. And you want to you wanna do a job where every, you're keeping everybody in the fold. And then you've got your, your uh, 8 million to 10 million viewers on a Saturday night. It's earning its keep. But it, it, there is no denying it's dropped off a cliff, all that. But anyway, we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll continue with this after the news because uh, we kind of, uh, that's one thing we do have to do on time. Attention, you will be buried free if you die during the hollow chamber of blood and gore. Live on stage from Hollywood, California. Vampire people who come into the audience seeking fresh, warm human blood. Plus, Frankenstein in person, not on film. See the ethereal materialization of Liz Taylor as Cleopatra. Free spirit photo of Liz Taylor to the first 500 boys at the box office. Free ID bracelets to all girls who can take the shock of blood and gore. This is so terrifying that the management is giving a free two-for-one pass to everyone who does not run from the theater in fright. See unbelievable terror on stage. Not movies, every scene live. You must see to believe. See the horror chamber of blood and gore. You are listening to Starburst Radio. Winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. Unlike Empire Magazine. the world 24 hours a day this is fab radio international and welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we'll get back on what we were talking about just before the break. Uh, Dave Altram was asking about uh, Mr. Moffat and the contentious stuff, and we sort of brought, went over it a little bit. But, yeah, there's uh, a lot of changes, obviously, in store now. Chris Chibnall's taking over. 
But I think people are quite surprised at the way it's been done because, I don't know, to me, if you're going to leave, you sort of announce it, do you, last year, and then, and then you know, like Russell T. Davis did, he said, go in, he did the, the year with the specials, mm. and then he was off. And I think the problem with this is you've got, Capaldi's a, a year. Yeah, he's going to. Uh, I, I make no bones about it. Capaldi will go when when Mr. Moffat goes. There's no doubt about that in my mind. He, that's exactly what's set up to do, and it will be new showrunner, new doctor. There you go. Chibnall will be. Or, or I keep seeing people referring to him as Chibbers. That'd annoy me if I was him. I'd yeah. be going stop the Chibbers. Yeah. I don't. It's a horrible word. Make a badge. Chibbers. Who? Oh, yeah. Chibbers. Horrible. Chibbers plays who? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not even good, is it? So, anyway, cut a long story short, I'm just saying he, he's definitely, that's what would be ideal. But, yeah, it's a, draw, a long, drawn-out exit, though, this, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. you've got this whole year of nothing. Yeah. And then you've got his exit. Yeah, I mean, it's a year of nothing. We've never had this, though, because even on the year where David Tennant had a lot on and he want, instead of leaving, he got talked into doing the specials. So he did a few specials throughout the year. Yeah. So you work, you can't sort of get fed a little bit of Doctor Who throughout the year. Whereas this is cold. This is the first, the longest time it's been off air since it came back. This, isn't it? Yeah. This is a whole year. You, you've had 12 months with nothing and then you get your Christmas special. And uh, I can only imagine how disappointed that I will be if it's as bad as the last one. I mean, I mean, God, yeah, after waiting a whole year, yeah, that'd be uh, an absolute disaster, wouldn't it? So, yeah, I'm... It's all over the show. Like I say, it's dominating the letters page again. I'm sure there'll be even more emails coming in. I'm sure there's more stuff. I, I'll say something. I've never known anybody um, wind people up as much as them. I don't know. The, he winds them up in both ways. You've got the, the passionate spirited defence of him and the, yeah. the, the, the same equal passion for ripping him to pieces. It's, uh, golly, you know, I'll say something. You, you know he's in the room, don't you? Yeah, you know, yeah. he's... Uh, they both can be right because it's just opinion. So. It is just opinion. That's what people need to remember. I mean, I, I, but I, there are a lot of people just not enjoying and not watching the show anymore. Which, at the end of the day, is a problem. That's a problem, yeah. Because that means that the show is in jeopardy at that point. That's the only thing I've got to comment on it. And and what, one way or the other, everybody's now, you've got a new start coming up. I only hope that it's good. And if it is good, I hope that it's well received by people. I, I think it, you've got to get everybody back into the show. Yeah. And you've got to get everybody back into the show. The people who have stopped watching it, give them a reason to watch it again. Um, and a jump on point, a nice yeah. etch-a-sketch, you know, with not getting rid of the whole continuity, whatever, just, just a nice fresh start. Um, that's what will be helpful and then maybe we can all start getting on again <laughs> because I don't, I don't, it's, I'm scared of mentioning it I say it just causes World War 3 it's yeah. the one thing you just go moff it what him, him. Uh, yeah 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 I love him no what yeah. and it's, it's like you could cause an argument in an empty room by mentioning that guy's name at the moment it's, yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's bizarre isn't it unbelievable I wonder if he likes it does he read it yeah, reckon? I, I reckon he does do you do yeah. he reads it because I'd get that upset me if there were loads of people going he's a dickhead get rid of him that, that's why we hide them letters oh thanks good <laughs> good um, Helen C says hi guys I'm really looking forward to seeing Deadpool next week are you we can't wait yep we literally cannot wait to see Deadpool because it just looks like a lot of fun 
and yeah. as we say in we, yeah, we it's need. nice to have a bit of fun isn't it uh, Jane Eccleston hello last year I was at uni in Manchester and used to go to Fab Cafe is this radio done from there no um, it's done from Fab Radio International that Fab Cafe is part of the same company and we're across the road from Fab we're, we're a in, stone throw away but yeah. don't throw any stones because it, the windows yeah, will go in the complex known as Moonbase Alpha where Starburst magazine is produced and uh, Fab Radio International as well is in the yep, same building. And it's a little TARDIS. Yep, <laughs> it, it literally is. We, we transmit from a TARDIS uh, radio booth, so that's cool. Um, Andrew Pollard, always good to hear the ever-insightful thoughts of you pair, but what's the bigger shitbag shuffle, Man of Steel 2 becoming Batman v Superman or Prometheus 2 becoming an alien movie and might keep that extraterrestrial highway covered at all time? I do. I keep, I keep, uh, keep a careful eye on it, I do. Um Oh, God. Well, they're both. I will say this. I enjoyed, but I didn't think Prometheus was as bad a film, and, and I enjoyed it a bit. I quite enjoyed it. It was good sci-fi. I liked it. I did, I did enjoy it. Um, I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Man of Steel. I I don't... I, it, clearly, it didn't work out how he, he wanted it. I mean, I don't know. It's, to me... I thought it was going to be Alien prequel. It was going to be called Alien something. And then he, he turned it into Prometheus and clearly got a different idea of it. And now he seems to have gone back to this this original plan. And it yeah. is a bit mind-bending that if you're looking at these films, they, can you imagine how you're trying to explain this to someone? Like, the box set was quite simple before, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and then um, um, Alien Resurrection. Now it's like, God, you don't, you don't know where to begin. With this, yeah. by the time he's finished with all this, will you? It'd be like, it's like, hey, oh, do we put the, these ones at the beginning of this box out? Well, about Prometheus, that's technically a different film franchise. Because that's what I thought Prometheus was going to be. It was meant to be, wasn't it? It was yeah, just yeah. in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like bloody hell, you know. Um, how do you keep track of the guy? It's like, he, they do change their mind so flippantly. And it's weird because it's involving massive amounts of money. And you'd think that the people that are financing this will go, uh, well, Ridley will come in and they go, right, Ridley, so you just said that you're completely changing the name of the film. And yeah. Look at these great posters we've got with this title on. Yeah, no, no, it's called something else. Then. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, they must, they must drive them mad, the, the suits. The suits must be like, oh, no, Ridley Scott's coming in again. Christ, how much is this going to cost? You know, they scrap that campaign. Um, yeah, Harry Harrison's emailing in going, still not been taken to court yet. It's like a soap opera every week. Keep it up. Much love from Brighton. Yes, well, Harry, um, as you say, I we, not yet. No, we're having little chats with uh, the firm uh, via my uh, my friendly Rottweiler that, that, that uh, works for me. And, yeah, what can I say? As we speak now, a certain bellend will be listening to this show. I, uh, I really really love the fact you're listening to this you dickhead um so he's uh he will be transcribing that that i've just said and he he'll then be passing that on to to the firm because that's that's what he does and then you're supposed to you know think he's a really nice guy and i don't right uh on to something a little bit less contentious shall we <laughs> what exactly is that, is that what exactly is that he, he says i don't know what should we cover I don't know. Let's uh, 
Oh no, a load of stuff about Doctor is just coming on. The yeah, well, oh, shit. should we have a breather from that for oh, a second? God, man, alive! I said it's like it's like it's kind of worms, like, isn't it? It's like lighting uh, TNT mentioning his name. It is. It's just it is incendiary, man. It's, you can't make like it up, can you? Nitroglycerine. Um, right, this Stretch Armstrong thing. What the hell? I know. I mean, I'm reading is... what you you wrote here. And I was aware of this, but I didn't know this bit, right? And this is the bit that gets me. For those of you, I, I mean, everybody knows what Stretch Armstrong is. Even our American yep. buddies there listening all know that. And, and Stretch King and knows definitely it. Definitely the guy that we're talking about with the court case. He knows what the Stretch King, the, the Stretch Armstrong is, don't you? Eh? <clears throat> um, anyway, yeah, Netflix, they'll be doing... De- debuting a Stretch Armstrong animated series on the on-demand service. On-demand. Who wants to see this? Dodgy Stretch Armstrong? No. It it's might have actually not... meant no demand. Right. But... I don't... <laughs> the thing that gets me is, I get, I get it, right? Transformers. There's a mythology with it. There's a big... You know, you can tell a story about Transformers. You can tell a story about Action Man. You can tell a story about loads of these toys. They Like... The Micronauts, that was a good toy in the 70s that, yeah. you know, lends itself to that. I get it. What even, even, even the My Little Ponies. My God. Stretch Armstrong. You pulled it out of the box. You got your mate to hold his arms. And then you pull it. And you pulled him. And then you went, you pulled oh, your mate. how long he is. And that was it. He was back in the box and you were doing something else. Seriously, Stretch Armstrong. I did Stretch, that a lot. Stretch Armstrong. Seriously. I mean, who got excited? Even people that had one and I didn't never bothered me. Like I had a mate, he had a computer battleships game, and I really I was dead jealous. Oh, it's brilliant! And and I had rock 'em sock 'em robots. Someone yeah. had, and I didn't have that. I know a bit jealous. I never got. Oh, he's got Stretch Armstrong, the bastard! But they did they other never, ones, didn't never they? Never did that into my head ever. We've done. Ever. We've done this in the past. We've done all the other ones they did. There was all sorts oh, of God, characters, yeah, weren't there? I told you about the Stretch King. Well, yeah, Stuart yeah. Berry, my mate, he, he encountered this lunatic that's out to buy every single Stretch Armstrong that comes on eBay, and he's bought all of them. And then he got a nemesis in Japan mm-hmm. that started buying him again. And this guy, he's even making the corn syrup to fill them and re- read it, and he mends them all. Re-stretch. And And I just, man... I don't get it. I don't. I don't get he's, it. He's going to explode when they start doing new ones. Yeah. Oh god, my god. But but this is Hasbro Studios marking the company's first original series for the. So yeah, what a one to start with. Plot wise, the action slash comedy series. Well, I'm, I'm relieved to see the word comedy in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll focus on a busy team called Jake. Ar- oh god, they're giving him a name, Jake Armstrong. When he and his two best buddies are exposed... Have you read this crap? When <laughs> him and his two best buddies are exposed to an experimental chemical, things take a turn for the strange as they become... Is this really the name of this? They become Stretch Armstrong and the Flex Fighters. Have yeah. you made this up? Have you no, made no, this no. up? This have is... you just got somebody to put this out on a news site or something just well, for a laugh? It was it was uh, our wonderful Mr. Pollard who, who wrote this up on the site. Oh, and God, have you heard this? I trust him. This band, Polly, is this bullshit or what? This is cannot be serious. This band of stretchable superheroes. <laughs> this band of stretchable superheroes. Is it an elastic band of stretch? <laughs> will then embark on a series of unlikely adventures as they explore their new powers. You'd just sit there pulling your plonker, wouldn't you? As there, there is nothing left to do anymore, is there? The, how can you get crap like that, man? Quick, Jake, pull my arm. 
Right. No, you have you have what's his face? Uh, David Lynch crawling over broken glass to try and get a new series of Twin Peaks. Had to like make so many sacrifices, changes all sorts, of, and he's having clearly a load of trouble getting the. He, he even had to just suspend doing it at one point because they weren't giving him enough money. He had to literally crawl across broken glass to get that made. And crap like this is getting put is getting made. I'm yeah. sorry. Hey, I'll I will eat my words if this is an amazing show. Right? You see, at least it's animated. It could be worse. They could be making a live action one. I don't. A live action one would be terrible. Why do you want to see that? It's fl- Stretch. Is it? It cannot be called this. Stretch Armstrong and the Flex Fighters. That sounds pervy. Yeah. It doesn't even. It sounds dodgy. That to me it sounds like they're all lubed up and they're all going at it it might know? well be it might God be a almighty it might what? be you know next to family guy late night night thing i can't believe that i'm sorry you know it takes a lot to to shock me but i, I can't believe that anyway that's it i'm not getting more into it i can't get my head around it my head's gone um but i'm just saying to also polly that this crossover though barry allen being in the uh, super good it's good because that that universe is really getting solid now. But yeah, Superman, when's he going to turn up? Eh? <laughs> That's the thing. When's he going to turn up? When are they going to actually go? Oh no, we've got to pay a bit of money and get him in. A bit last episode, won't yeah, it? Yeah, it won't be bloody Cavill. That's for certain. We can't afford him, can they? Well, it was that um, Tom fellow, wasn't it? That last week we we were saying. Yeah, the guy who played him in Smallville. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, they're saying that, but, I mean, are they going to really get him in? Because then that's confusing, because it's that's clearly a... a different universe, because even in that, they, they had a green arrow in, in that, yeah. and he's not the guy that's a totally different story, you know? So I don't think you can really put him in. I think that time's gone. I think if you were going to do it, the the time to do this was not, the, with Man of Steel, just carry it straight on after Smallville and have Tom Welling play Superman in it, and I think you'd have had an inbuilt character base. You could have ignored any of the goofier stuff from the TV show and just made it a little bit more gritty, but not as po-faced as that load of crap. And, um, you know, away you go. Yep. Away you go. You know, but I think that day's gone now. I don't think you're going to see him playing Superman. I might be wrong, but I'm just saying... Uh, Colin says, uh, listen to your radio show on Radio Mac for the last few years. I'm amazed that you've never talked about or mentioned the Viking TV series. Far better than Game of Thrones, yet never mentioned in the media. No, I uh, have a mate who watches it. He swears by it, and he's he's taught me into giving it a go. Um, I might just catch up with that, because mate Paul Ripley, I do the Mancunian Candidates with, he, he also the station manager, he swears by it, he loves it, have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, I've not seen it, but I've seen him yeah. talk about it, well I've yeah. heard him talk about it, I've Bloody seen him po- post about it. I've seen it's really, really violent actually. Alan Day oh god, here we go, what has happened today, right, is somebody decided Mike looks a little stressed, shall we just email it, shall we just get him on every single subject that's going to make fumes sparks come out of Yeah, they just want to go full on Kylo Ren. Alan Day I'm not far off it, Alan Day first time I've tuned in, I thought I would ask you experts, experts? Uh, it's got the wrong show. Why were the Hobbit movies so bad and messy? Oh, well, How long have you got? Do you want to deal with this or shall I deal with this? <laughs> because they were unnecessary <laughs> basically It took a 300 page novel and you you made it into a massive overlong nine and a half hour absolute film. Absolute 
monstrous piss-taking mess that extracted money out of poor, willing victims that queued up for hours to see these awful movies. They they had the the pacing of of a like like I've heard some people complaining. I said, yeah, the pacing of the, the Hateful Eight was a little slow, you know, and, and I've heard people saying that. It felt like felt like an Ealing comedy. The pacing of of, of um, Hateful Eight compared to the pacing of any one of these. Mm. The, 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 they're a dreadful, 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 dreadful trilogy. The the pro- possibly the worst cinema trilogy I've ever ever seen. Yeah, I might. I maybe I'm I'm going a bit far, but I, I just found them unpleasant. I used to, and you am I right here? Yeah. I used to dread them coming out because I had to go and see them so that I could write about them and rip them to pieces in It's Only a Movie. And that's why when I'm writing about them in, it's, in, in Starburst in It's Only a Movie, I was so utterly, you know, I, I just I took no prisoners. I just said what they, they were. They were offensive to me. They were a cynical cash grab. They weren't enjoyable. They were, they're, they're, they're not what cinema's about. They're not what cinema's about. They, they are the worst type of approach to cinema where it's all about the cash and you weren't bothered about entertaining people you're bothered about taking the money and that's why those movies are terrible and they were terrible and 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 that last one the last one is based upon five pages Mm. of the book at the end that when that last one started the film the book was nearly over he's not filmed the copyright notice yet so How do, and surely there's nobody listening to this that's enjoyed watching them. That you can't be. Oh, and as for the, I think Polly's a fan. And as for the 48 frame rate nonsense, the yeah. HFR, yeah, here we go. What did I say? I wrote about this years ago. I wrote about it in it, and I said it's never, ever going to take off. No. And everybody started to all get excited, and, and even, even Mr. James Cameron said, oh, I'm going to try one of these and all that, and... Jackson thought, oh, everybody's going to be watching it in high frame rate. And I said, the brain will not accept this. It'll play games. It'll look weird. And I was right. And yet, it died. It's dead format. There yep. you go. It's dead. So, thanks, Alan. I hope that's kind of answered your, your question in, in a semi in a semi-deranged way. Yep. Um, Next yeah. time, email in about Twilight. Yeah, yeah, please. That's possibly... No, that is the worst t- trilogy I've made. <laughs> That, there was four of them. What, oh, four of them. Whatever. The worst movie franchise ever made. Yes, yeah, sorry, I apologise. The Hobbit's not quite hit that. that those, those were hard work. Those <laughs> were seriously hard work. Denji say, missing me, are you? Is he turned into uh, Moriarty? No, I don't think so. Oh, dear. No, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to say that we're missing you, Denji. But Only with the bullet. You know. Um, oh, Mr. Paul Mount, here we go. Let's Hello, get ready. He's opinions on this. Here we go. Um, I certainly agree that the tide of opinion is changing about Doctor Who at last and that the Moffat scales are dropping from people's eyes. I, w- I was expecting, I'm expecting a further torrent of abuse, but was pleased to receive a number of supportive emails this month agreeing with the opinions I've expressed in the mag over the last few months. I dare say they still... A foaming-mouthed minority who won't accept that the show is in trouble, that that's the way things are with any cult show, film or show. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what Chibnall does. I'm skipping the next series, thanks, and I think we'll see a bit of a return to Russell T. Davis-style storytelling, fingers and everything else crossed. Yeah, may, maybe. Yeah. Jimmy Bolin is slightly more forthright in, in his views. Moffat is a wanker. 
He has oh. ruined totally Doctor Who. It is not for kids, as it's too confusing, and not for adults, as it's uh, it's got wank storylines. I must have missed that one. Good God. He says, damn, he's exhausted now. Shall we get a score for a final break now? I have an exo, yeah. Maybe, maybe there won't be any more Doctor Who emails in the meantime. Oh, no, you're just asking for more there. Yeah, I know. I'm going to... Um, we'll get on to something else. We've got stuff coming on. We've got a lot of X-Man type wolverine stuff to do. There you go. That's that's professional of me, isn't it? And I'm going to open a, uh, a another can of fizzy Vimto. Hey. Yay. All of those who read my words, heed me and beware. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, Shield of the Jotun. Burnt Oak, Arizona 2029. It's a tomb. A Viking burial barrow. In Arizona? I am Herga, son of Ulfric, grandson of Rithril, last of the High Chieftains of the North. Look here. The chieftain was clutching something to his chest. A shield would seem to fit the bill. A shield, yes. My blood, breath and bones now stand watch in this alien soil so that my people may be spared the evil we have borne here with us. I think we have a means of combating these Jotun, but even so we face grave odds. The creature... It's outside! It's a monster! It's killed two people already! It'll be us next! It's trying to dig us out! Behind you! Run! Run! As far and as fast as your limbs and lungs will take you! Big Finish. We love stories. You are listening to Starburst Radio. Winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. We are mighty and powerful. This is Fat Radio International. Embrace the alternative. Hello and welcome back to the Stephen Moffat Show. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go through some uh, some emails and just uh, catch up so that we're up, up to speed. Denj, I'd have listened to that rock show. It's shit. God, everyone's oh, a right. fucking <laughs> critic tonight, aren't they? <laughs> it's like, oh. You didn't email me in for me, though, did you? Oh, God's sakes. Let's not, let's not write a poem out saying, let's not write off Stretch Armstrong just yet. Oh, God. You can pull him off. <laughs> Remember how we all scoffed at rumours of a film based on Battleship? Oh, hang on. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, Helen seized it. Just watched a YouTube video about men buying these new sex robots in Japan. Apparently huge sellers this year. Would any of you two give it a go? Curious to know. I've met, I've met some women over the years that I think may have been one. Uh, <laughs> But that's what you get when you... you it's you getting to the point where I might end up with that, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I definitely... My wife, number one, was... I think she was one. I think her programming was a bit faulty, though. Yeah. Uh, very faulty. Yeah, I'm getting in hot water. I'm going through the, yeah, the back catalogue. That won't um, be on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, 
Andrew Pard, that Stretch Armstrong story yet turns out it's all true. If I was making the story up, I would have had it that Stretch Armstrong was the name for Umzi's manhood. <laughs> well, you know, if they can stretch it that long, that it will be impressive, won't it? Uh, Paul Ripley, just listening in and, and agree totally with your listener about the Vikings. Amazing show which goes out on the History Channel and Amazon watched it from the beginning, not a minute wasted. See, there you go. Yep, I told it. you, Mr. Ripley told us about this. So I'm that's on my list, that. I've got a few. There's a couple of shows I want to catch up with. And, yeah, I'm going to watch Gotham, all right. Well, that's it. And, anybody and we've got a bit of Gotham news. Just It's only a small it's, bit. It's, 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 it'll mean nothing to you, really. height? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, that's, that's, she's famous for being, you know. Oh, right. And, right. and she went a bit crazy the other week. She was a bit weird. Oh, yeah, with the... Uh, the Oscar, the Oscar creepy thingy. Oscar statement. That, yeah. Where she's whispering, like, weird, weird. And weird, and it all came across really odd to me. We no longer need to ask to be invited anywhere. That that well, I got where she was coming from with the diversity and the Oscars and blah. Yeah, blah, but, blah. If but she but, might not be good enough yeah, to but get she was a raspy nod. and wispy and really weird where, the way she was talking. It she came across really sinister. It's like you know, you I think the people at the academy thought they'd, they'd get a horse's head in the bed or something. Yeah, the next well, day. well, that would have won an award. Yeah, so yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, uh, her character Fish Mooney, who was yeah. killed off at the end of uh, season one. Spoiler. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake! <laughs> well, Martin. apparently. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, she's coming what back. What do you mean? Apparently, she's coming back, so oh, she said she wasn't, was she? Oh, <laughs> I gotta watch that now, and you. you that's. Oh, yeah, but. God, oh, what, talk about a spoiler. That could cheer you up because you, you'll watch it and hate her, and you'll be like, sorry, right, she's gonna be dead soon. God almighty. And what if someone else hasn't bought the waiting for the box set? Oh, the God season almighty. one's out already. Are you joking? No, that, yeah, oh. the, yeah the, he didn't really. No, yeah. you are, that's right, that. that. Oh, God's sakes. Yeah, but I'll tell you, it was the Joker that did it. Oh, man. God, you don't even know the Joker, is it? it that, <laughs> when I was watching it, it was that lame gag. Ah, I see. Every week it's someone who may be the Joker. That, that's that. when I just went, oh, I can't watch any more of keep, this. Keep on with it, keep on with yeah, it, because it does. Thing, the, it's one, the moment I decided I've had enough was when I saw the uh, Edward Nigma with his, uh, with his question mark mug. That's yeah. when I went... Okay, yes, he's I'm going now. He has I'm picked up. polite and given it a few weeks. and um, Start on episode six or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just get get in. I won't get, I won't, uh, you know, get too attached to Jada Pinkett Smith, obviously. I'll, well, you'll hate her character. Anyway, um, so. I'll, uh, yeah, I actually like her. She's a good... She's no, but a char- her character's terrible. Well, it's not terrible. She's a, a bad character, a bad girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, a bad girl. That's good, but... I don't know. She's uh, she was felt, but she's got to stop. She's got to stop talking creepy like like that, though. I get where she was coming from. So yeah, everybody understood what she meant. But you know, it was just that we can do this, and we, we're a people. And I don't want to get into this where people think I'm not on their side, but because no, I am, there should be diversity. And you shouldn't have to be saying it. I, I say this all the time. You shouldn't have to point it out because. You know, well, it I should be natural, should, but I think, I think the world just wrote an email. And maybe the world is a bit weird, you know, where they no. think they've they've got to be nominated because they're black. That's a bit different. Yeah, no, I get it. I'll be honest with you. They they should have they should have nominated Creed. Yeah, Creed was a damn good fit. I mean, for a, for a it, when you consider it's 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 the beginning of a new franchise. Yeah, and 
it is. It's not strictly a sequel to Rocky, but it was damn good film. It's very Lucy. well made, and it's a good, and it's you it's know, easy to forget that Rock, Rocky was an Oscar winning film. Yeah, I know this because because it went down the the really slocky sort of sequel route. But people think it was all that franchise yeah. stuff. It was a high art film, oh, really. It was, yeah, it was, and and Creed felt like that. It was a nice fresh start. But what's annoying is it's this that snooty. I have no doubt that it was passed over because of this snobbery over sequels. Yeah, and, and they they show consistently, time and time again, with the Oscars, if it's a, if it's a sequel or a continuation or a spin-off or something they, about you know, someone who's got a problem. And... Yeah, you know, and that's it. And they're entitled to that opinion, but then after a while, you go, "Hang on a minute, you're giving awards." And and I've got to say this, I hate to say it, but there's some years you see the Oscars and you go, "Yeah, they're giving awards out." To films that I don't really go and see, no. you know, on the whole, and, and, and people and, uh, I know don't, and then the majority of people yeah. don't go and see until they've won an award. Yeah, I know, and that's what I mean. You see, so you're actually, I don't know, you're sort of brainwashing people. Yeah, that. I mean, they, 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 they are fair. to things people watch and enjoy. They've always been fairly sort of, you know. Oh, Irrele- irre- irrelevant. Yeah, up their own ass. That's the problem. That's what I mean. If you wanted to a- accuse them of racism, by all means, that's that's a, probably a fair accusation at the well, moment. Whereas the Starburst Awards are not going to be like that because we're going to be all inclusive. Yeah, that's right. And we're going to. I'm gonna... only giving them to black people. <laughs> black people with three legs. Well, I mean, you know, I understand what it's like to be a minority. I, I'm one. You know, intelligent. <laughs> um, God, I'm gonna get and, and, and humble. No, I'm just no. There's times where God, God, you don't have to feel intelligent in this world. Is not a big thing. Trust me. You no, just you have to walk out on the street and have a look. You around just have to sort of hang around in the the wrong yeah, circles. Believe me, you know. And Denge makes me feel like a god. You know, he. Well, yeah, makes I mean, me I feel really clever. I've got 16 PhDs. Apparently. Yeah, I know. This is it, isn't it? See, Denge, you you got you still hanging in there. It's not getting rid of him though. You're off. You can be off air. For months and months and months, and then you you come back on, and then oh, he's still here. Yeah, but it's like that's that. It's like that stuff you get on your shoe when you've stood in something and you can't get rid of that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what else can we talk about that doesn't get us in trouble? And he's not. I'm not talking about Jada Pinkett Smith being creepy. Yeah. And she was. If you listen, listen to it. Just say it. I might put a bit in here where she's saying something really creepy. What right about now? What do you reckon? Yeah. And what I could do is cut it about a bit so she says something totally different. That might be wrong. I'll see what I can do. Or even asking diminishes dignity and diminishes me. Because if I do, I'll try and do it without getting in trouble. Yeah, don't do it when it's libelous. Oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm, oh, I'm in enough trouble. I've got yeah. all that going on. Hey. Does she manage to say anything like Cameron, E, oh. and McEwen? And that would have been ace. No, it's K. Cameron oh, K. K. Yeah. K. Oh, right. K for. It's his brother. For, I don't know what his middle name is. I Kevin. I, I've heard that it's not real, that. Oh, is that just to sort yeah, of... Yeah, mate, you know when people add something in, make it sound a bit good or something. I don't know. You don't know with him. He's being an Esquire then, otherwise. Guy, isn't he? Uh, moaning on, the, on Facebook about him needing his medication for his depression every five minutes, you know, that sort of person. Um, anyway. Oh, yep. We're off topic. Yes. Getting in trouble. Right, Horror Channel. Yeah. Come our, on, tell us about the Horror Channel. Our, What's good to watch on the Horror Channel? Our wonderful friends channel. on the Horror Channel have got two great... Well, they've got a load of great movies, but I've picked out two great movies for this weekend mm. on Saturday and Sunday, so we've got something to watch. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night. Because there's nothing else to watch, is there? 
Well, not on Saturday on normal TV, no. No, actually, that's damn right, that. Uh, so you do you do a lot worse than checking out Inbred, which is a fantastic... Is that about Denge? No, I think he was in it. Oh, right. But uh, it's a fantastic British film. Uh, great director, Alex Shandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd been away for a while and he directed this on, on a very low budget. We, mm-hmm. we did a feature on it in the magazine a, yeah. a couple of months ago. Uh, it's 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 amazingly funny, yeah, and but very very gory as well. Good. And uh, and our mate uh, Dominic Brunt's in it in a, in a great role, chainsaw wielding, with uh, is it with hick teeth and oh, everything. Oh right, no, that that's that's good. Good. And uh, with a tick. All oh, right. He's, he's very very good. He's a yeah. great actor. Good. Uh, and on Sunday, a bit of classic Hammer. I like this film. The Gargan. See, this isn't. This is never. This is a film that when you ask someone what's your favourite Hammer horror film, no one ever mentions this. Film. No, it's quite overlooked. Yeah, it's, it has. It's a bit creaky, but it's yeah. it's, it's got a, it's got lots of great moments. It's not your typical Hammer horror film, uh, even though it's got the staple actors and everybody in mm. it that you'd expect. It, it but it looks good actually. Um, is it? And I'm seeing it for a while. Does it stand up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the, one of the later ones. It's not like a forties, fifties um, well, movie. This is it's a mid sixties, isn't it? And, yeah, sixty four. Yeah. It was made. It was after they they started coming back with the the Frankenstein and Dracula series, yeah, yeah, and they, yeah. they they branched out with doing other it's stuff. Stop motion as well, and it some stuff in there. No, 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 no. It's 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 all. Uh, I'm trying to remember, it's a long time since I've she's seen got it. she's got the wig on, and the, the the rubber snakes are a little bit lame, but. You know, you don't see her that Shauna often. She wore that um, work for Halloween she, a few years. Yeah, she did a Medusa the other year. bit bloody hilarious it was. But she, it, she was superb, was it? It looked great, didn't it? She, she had the scales on her face and everything. Yeah, yeah, well, she got fishnet tights, put them on her face, and then sprayed some some green paint, so it looked it looked bloody brilliant. Yeah, she looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. it looked very good. It took her days to get it all off. <laughs> oh yeah, she, she yeah, just kept yeah. waking it. Walking in with it all on. So that's the problem. And then if you don't wash it, it prof- proper, it ends up all over your bedclothes. And then the next day, it's back on you again, and <laughs> it's awful. So, what? I, what else? You got? I've heard. I've heard some good news over the the Marvel universe. It's being expanded again, apparently. So they're saying, aren't they? With the uh, Hellcat, maybe, yeah, in her own series, the friend of Jessica Jones. Yeah, I think it was. It, she's in the Defenders in the comic books, and she's, I think there's going to, yeah. you know. It'd be, it'd be daft not to sort of go that way. Yeah. I don't think she's as powerful a character to, to hang a whole series on. I well, think maybe she they'll... works well as an extra in it, an added character. I don't I don't. I think this bit of story really is just that the, the actress Trish Walker is... Yeah. is oh, well, the, the character Trish Walker, yeah. played by Rachel Taylor, is mm. uh, is hoping that the character's yeah. built up into a, a more standalone no. thing. But Well, the Punisher um, is an obvious for his own show. Yeah, because yeah, that they imagine how vi- you could have that as violent as and it needs to be. That the way the Netflix that. ones have been going, they've not shied away from any gore or violence and things like that, or swearing. Well, so it would it would be perfect. You were, uh, and you were in safe hands in Daredevil when that episode. Do you remember when he went and smashed that guy's head in the? Ground? Oh, yeah. Bloody hell. I was I actually went oh oh dear me and there was the one with no. the spike through the head as well oh yeah yeah, yeah. he doesn't shy away from it I, spoiler I, spoiler you unbelievable <laughs> that wasn't gobsmack I couldn't believe that. 
Unbelievable. No, See, it's your own fault for not watching it. Bloody hell, that's the, obviously the cliffhanger ending, that, as well. Um, no, it's not a cliffhanger ending. Oh, OK. Else, so. Well, that's all right. But don't tell me how it ends, then. Bloody hell. Yeah. The credits go up. Oh, right. That's a spoiler. I mean, but you have been watching. Right. I know. I'm, I know everyone's going on about it, but he's still heading towards a situation where, oh yeah, Bruce Wayne's at such an age, and then Batman arrives, and we also we know that the final moment of this show will be the appearance of Batman in some yeah. form. Yeah, or oh, just then, opening up the cupboard for the suit. Or something. Yeah, 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 something like that, and it's all about oh, seven years to get to that. Yeah, hopefully, it? hopefully they start ditching that little boy, but. I thought he was supposed to be a side issue. So yeah, I think that's that... what I mean. That's why it's not. I'm not a sold still. You've got to convince me. See, se- what I've seen in the second series so far is uh, they are giving him better roles that are not sort of just Batman. Mm. Yeah, you know? and it's he's becoming more pivotal to the story as yeah. opposed to you know I'm just going, I'm growing up to be Batman. Yeah. So is it's... Alfred still annoying? Yeah. That co- that mockney accent. Yeah. That that another thing that really did my head in. I was like, oh, why are you pissing about like that? You can act. You're actually a good actor. I think What's it's ca- it's calmed down a little in the God second almighty. one. But but it, I think it's just because it was such a shock hearing it that badly. It's a gobsmacking shock because it's like it's it's oh this is what an American thinks uh, uh, a Cockney It's the Dick like. Van Dyke school yeah, of accents. It's yeah, it's terrible. But the guy is actually English and he's a really good actor, so it's a shock to yeah. me that when you hear him messing about like that. See, there's actually a, a school of uh, thought and school of people who want him as uh, Doctor Who. I can understand that. <coughs> he's a good actor. He's a good actor and it yeah. ties it in with the, the classic series. Yeah, no, it does, yeah. he beat that. <coughs> <coughs> he was in a, uh, a show in the 90s, Chancer. That's where he first came to um, be recognised. And he was in that, and it was a very deep, disturbing role. He ended up, his character ended up hanging himself in a forest. Spoiler! Oh, my <laughs> God. 1991, that show was out. You know, bloody hell. Um, first appearance of um, um, Chris Hayes' favourite actor. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, what's his... Um, oh, well... Bloody, yeah, nearly was Bond. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Oh God. Why is it my mind gone blank? Yeah, I can see him. Nick. Yeah. The Nick. Come on, help me. Oh, help me. Give me his name. <sighs> I've got his face right in front of me, and my mind's. <laughs> not it's pathetic. This isn't it. Um. Ah. Yeah, we've both Sin done it. City. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Right. Clive Owen. Um, you know I'm going to have to cut bits out of that. That's <laughs> way too long that when the podcast off, go, oh, don't make us sound this incompetent. Uh, the, you could put like cogs yeah. working in it. Oh my god, that was. Um, I just I saw his face and I clicked his name. But, oh, he's at the window there. That's why. Oh, good god! You keep doing that. You were looking out there before, and I, I know. Some some weirdo there. I remember one night someone appeared there with a hood on. And wandered off, and you didn't even give a monkey, <laughs> and, and you hadn't even noticed him. I don't know. I still don't know who that was. <laughs> he might still be living here somewhere <laughs> in one of the cupboards in the crawl space. Yeah, you were just like, oh, look, man, we've might be living in the asbestos go. lift. Yeah, maybe. I say so, maybe it's not asbestos. Maybe there's something else in the lift shaft. Here. It's a weird. We got a lift shaft that's like a, a, an antique, but you're not allowed to use it because it's got asbestos. Yep. I know this doesn't sound great. I know. 
Uh, there you go. There's a secret. There's trivia for you. Yeah. Where's that book? Here we go. Yeah. This QI book. Right, I've opened it at random. What have I got? Um, no one knows why the centre of the sun is not nearly as hot as its surface. There you go. There's a fact. That's not a fact, though, because no one knows it. No, I know they don't. And how do they know that it's, it's not as hot? Because who's been there? Hey, to make enough faeces to feed its larva, a flea has to drink 30 times its own weight in blood. Or sorts of denge. Yeah. So I was taking the piss out of this book, and then Martin in the break goes, oh, I got the first one. He's actually bought this. I've not bought that one. I've bought... Oh, that makes it all right, then. It's not this particular one, but you bought volume one of this book. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's no different, is it? It was a very different book. Is it? I bet it's the same as this. I bet it's just pages of this nonsense. It's, it? it's the same sort of book, but God. it's not the same facts. They're always in the toilets when you go to people's houses, these books, aren't they? You Mine go, isn't. You go, oh, no, every time I go to someone else's house, there's always something like that. 10,000 interesting facts. Or the 123 IQI facts book, which is, you know, that the Stephen Fry show. You can't even call it a game show because it's, it's not a game, is it? No, it's all... Someone wins, but it doesn't matter. There should be a consequence, like they die or something. No, seriously. But, you see, nowadays, like, nowadays that could be you. quite an option. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. Because you watch, have I got news for you? And it's like, oh, we win this week because we've got more points. So, oh, you know, but because we've... Your house on the line. Because let's we've got the better writers, because they're all scripted, God them shows. So. No, I'm coming across as demented this week. But I just, you know, when you just add enough, let's shake things up a bit. Let's if if, if uh, stretch things. Fry, yeah, if if you know, uh, I got news for you. If Heslop's team loses, you chop his little finger off or something. I don't know. Make it interesting. Give him a give him a dog in the fight. You well, know? that'll uh, that'll take the smirk off his face, wouldn't it? Bloody would, wouldn't it? Anyway, <laughs> to those of you who are listening in America, Ian Heslop, he is the editor of of, of Private Eye. He's a very funny individual, but sometimes bit, bit smug. can be a little bit smug. Yes, on occasion. Yeah. Anyway, so we got something to end on. We've yeah. got a few minutes. I think we've got three minutes left. We survived, actually. We survived. I thought, well, we're never going to get all this stuff out. And we have actually got through it yeah. somehow. It's not been too bad. Yeah, I know. Oh, but, you know, I just mentioned him before on, on Twitter. Yeah, back, back, moaning about back pains because I went crazy on the dodging cars, right? The other day I was so fed up. My mate took me out and went, no, we just go out now for an hour. Just have a drink, you know, forget about a couple of things. And then uh, dodgems at the Trafford Centre. So go, oh, yeah. goes on it, and I periscoped it. So I put it like first person view, and they were it was all full of little kids, and I was smashing them <laughs> into the sides and everything, and I was going the wrong way round as well. I love that. Uh, it's anti clockwise. I was going clockwise round. I was driving at a med on, pushing them into that. Yeah, but here's the pretending bad. to be Mad Max. Yeah. Next day I got up, I couldn't hardly get out of bed. It was absolutely killing me in my back because I've been being smashed because they all ganged up on me, the kids. I could the imagine. End, and they started trying to smash me up. And, and then I got, I got, I was in a right state. And then I, met, I moaned about it on Twitter. And then I get a, this bloody company come on and go, oh, uh, sorry to hear that you're getting back pains. Maybe you'd like to buy this cushion for 50 quid. What the hell is going on? Email them back and say, I've got a magazine, I'll do a review for it. Yeah. Send me, me, send me a couple. I don't want a 50 quid cushion. What's a 50 quid cushion anyway? What the, What is it? It's called a back friend. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm advertising I, for him now. I, 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 me. I've heard you quite like a back friend. So. Oh, yeah, well, whatever. Oh, God, we've wasted the last few minutes on a back friend advert mm. now. Oh, well, we are, we are sort of kind of running out of time now. So, oh, dear, dear me. What can What can you say? So that is the uh, that is indeed the music as you can hear. 
so we're not much longer for this world, are we, Martin? No, not for tonight, anyway. So, what have we got coming up next week? I've no idea. We're going to try and actually cover some news and some actual events. We're going to go off now and try and finish issue 422 of Starburst. I've been Mike, and he has been Martin, and we will see you next week. Radio, brought to you in association with Aero Films.